0: Hi, my name is Maya. I really enjoy Daft Punk. <laughs> um,
1: hi, my name is Sydney, and I don't.
0: <laughs> you don't? No. Do you just not like them, or you don't?
1: I, I don't like EDM music. Okay. Yeah, it's not my... It's funny
0: that you say EDM music, because the M and EDM...
1: It sounds for music. Yeah, music. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't... It's not... I don't know. Okay, we... I think it was last week, we talked about, like, music types, because mm. you are in, like, a group with two of your friends that just throws music from your playlist. Correct. <laughs> and I'm just, like... I have... Like, I, I realized in the past, like, I don't know, like, year that I have a very specific music taste, and that's, mm. like, a sad indie girl. Yes. You know? Like a...
0: <laughs> like, like a
1: Dodie. D- like a Taylor Swift. Right. She's not indie, but you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the vibe... I rarely stray from that, um, mm-hmm. like at Casey Musgraves, and I feel like there is no sad indie girl in EDM, because it's all just p- p- pump, you know? It's all just yeah, pump.
0: Yeah, that's real.
1: And that's just, like, it's very overstimulating to me. Okay. And, like, I don't want to, you know, I feel like there's no, no point in my life where I'm like, yeah, EDM <laughs> music, that's unless fair. I'm in a club, but they're choosing that for me, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like I did know that you liked EDM, because you went to go see that concert in tucson last year
0: that was for twerp okay and twerp is a acronym for tupperware remix party okay <laughs> and anyway, they're a great band they're my favorite band like one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. of all time um they're an indie rock band okay. technically um but also like they're con- they're a little idiot i only say that because the singer doesn't sing he uses a talk box Got it. for his vocals okay but like other than that they're like a standard band like it's singer and he also plays the keyboard at the same time and then they have a guitarist a bassist and a drummer okay so like they're not really edm because it's not fully electronic okay because they actually like record their own got it got it they're slow they're so slight mind you they are like weird Uh uh-huh if anyone is listening to this and being like, well, I'm going to look up twerp. Don't. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I fully encourage it. They're uh-huh. like, again, they're great and I would love for more people to like know about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are like the premise of their band is that they're time travelers from the sixties that go to the future uh-huh. and are in space. Yeah. It's a lot. So like. The mm-hmm. the main guy's name is Doctor Sung and he wears like a traffic cone on his head and he has a visor over his eyes and you can only see his mustache. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he like rides on a hoverboard during the shows while playing his guitar. Okay. So slay. Right. And then there's like Captain Phasmo who plays the the guitar mm-hmm. and doesn't talk ever. Okay. And then there's Captain Meowth who plays the bass and he's literally like in a commander suit but with the head of a cat. Yeah, and I forgot the drummer's name, but he's like fully supposed to be like a robot. Okay, I it's up my alley. No, yeah, yeah, If, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. know me personally, then this is, <laughs> like this checks out for me. Um, they're so slight, and I really like them. Anytime they're in Arizona, I try and go see them. Nice. So, so yeah. yeah.
1: But I, 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 like, Daft, Punk, Daft Punk is the one with the helmets. Yes. Okay. The,
0: they're the two French guys.
1: They're the two. I didn't know they were French, actually. Yeah. Didn't they break up a while ago?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's they didn't I... come out with music for seven years, okay. and then they announced that they broke up. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, we kind of...
1: Well, that's what, like, we One kind Direction's of on hiatus.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like, we kind of... We knew.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like, yeah, Def Punk was, like, revolutionary for the 90s, because oh. they were the ones that kind of started the EDM scene a little bit. Okay. Where they popularized it. Got it. Um, But... Then they kind of did some weird stuff here and there, and then okay. in twenty twelve, like they came out with their last song. Yeah, and then in twenty like nineteen, they were like, "We're not together anymore." And it was like, "You didn't come out with music for seven fucking." <laughs> you did not have like, to tell us that we we knew. <laughs> um, so yeah, I wouldn't say Daft Punk is definitely EDM, but it's not like hardcore, okay. like not like rave music. Because mm-hmm. when I think EDM, I think like rave music, right. which is not exactly what I listen. Okay, to, you know, like that, like it's a lot for me. Okay. Just it it's a lot for me. Whereas like Daft Punk is like Yeah. I don't know. It's a little more chill. It's not as like don't 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 you know, <laughs> like it's it's like okay, I don't know.
1: Nah. <laughs> it's like you're hammering on my brain. Yeah, where like,
0: that's why you don't go to raves. Yeah, anyways, we got a little <laughs> off track. Right. Daft Punk. Yeah. So slay.
1: Yeah. It- I don't know if I've ever actually heard you talk about Daft Punk before.
0: I know. This is this yeah. is untouched ground yeah. between us, kind which of. is a little weird. Yeah.
1: Um. Before you explain to me why you're bringing Daft Punk out, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I do have a a little AO3 update for everyone. So, some people, me included, noticed that AO3 has been. Shutting down, so and like so forth. Like, there's been like a couple days yeah. in a row where it was like, No, please, I <laughs> please come back. Like, they gave you yeah. a 503 warning and they were like offline uh, for, yeah, like... I noticed, yeah. So, I mean, that's because prepping for
0: this for this episode specifically, I was like goddamn like yeah the only time i have to read is at like night and then i keep oh, doing that and i was like yeah. okay well i'll just do something else again like,
1: yeah. <laughs> you're like, like i'm trying to read my I was Like, i
0: was like i'm actively trying to do like be on top of it and you're preventing me from doing <laughs> so so i guess i'll fuck myself <laughs> you know yeah yeah
1: um but so that's because they've been rolling out uh, a new feature to help users curate their own experiences and add a layer of protection against harassment Without making it harder for people to create and interact with content on AO3. Right. So they specifically have put in the muting aspect. Mm. So a couple of months ago they put in the block feature. Right. Which basically just meant that people could stop commenting and replying to your comments on, like, certain things. And they could stop looking at your stuff. Right. So it would not stop you from seeing them, but it would stop them from interacting with you. Uh-huh. Muting is, like, quite the opposite. It... Mutes the user from works that the other person has created from search results, so that would mean that they would never pop up for you if they're like a certain person that like constantly writes a certain type of fanfiction that you're not interested in seeing. It would just stop them from coming up completely. You could still have access to the works if you have a direct link. So it would just not pop up for you when you're searching. Um, it would stop you from seeing the bookmarks they've created, mm-hmm. um, other users' bookmarks in the works of or series. So if you were going through, like, oh, you really like this author, and you go through their bookmarks, you wouldn't see right. their work in their bookmarks. Mm-hmm. And it would also stop you from seeing comments that they've left on certain nice. fanfictions. Yeah. So the mute button will be added to the user and sued dashboards as well as the user profiles. So it would be on the top where it says, like, subscribe, follow. And then it would say, like, block and mute. mm mm-hmm. And then it would turn into an unmute button when activated so that you can easily reverse your choices. AO3 also provides an interface to manage muted users. It allows you to add new users through the list or unmute users. A muted user will remain muted even if they change their name and you will be able to mute up to a thousand users. So yeah, that's what they've been shutting down. They've been trying to implement this feature for a while. So now it's not just like you stop people from like, commenting on you and interacting with you, but then it would stop you from seeing... Yeah. Their stuff specifically. Nice. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah. I know that there's a couple other platforms. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of more popular platforms kind yeah. of do that already, but it's a very nice feature. It is a very I, nice I feature. I find it very... I'm a very appreciative person. I use kind
1: of the block button liberally. Yeah.
0: I know you do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On a lot of platforms, I use the block button liberally. Um, So I'm glad I I can only like when it comes to AO3 there's only been a couple of times where i've come across users being like i wish i could mute you <laughs> because it's just like and i'm hoping this leads to like being able to mute certain tags
0: i'm i'm assuming yeah. that's where it's going yeah. but they need to like kind of get it
1: right they they needed to start somewhere yeah. but i do hope that this like comes to a point where like you're able to mm-hmm. like mute certain ships or certain fandoms or certain right. uh, tags like you know that so that they don't even pop up for you at all, which mm-hmm. great. <laughs> awesome. Yippee. That's where we like to go, because now, because they're right, like, it's it doesn't stop other people from seeing the users they want to see, but it stops you from seeing them, so that, like, because there are some people out there who just involuntarily, like, throw shit towards a certain author, where it's just like, you didn't have to do that, so now it would just, like, you just didn't see it at all, so that would never happen, mm-hmm. which is great. That's good for everyone. Uh, so, they're making strides. I'm glad AO3 is doing that. And I know that it was difficult for a couple of days this last week.
0: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs>
1: um, but we say at the end of every episode, if you guys stick around, donate to AO3. Mm-hmm. They have a section on their homepage under the About section that says Volunteer or Donate. They need money for this kind of stuff to implement new regulations. Because right.
0: and- it is all volunteers that yes. are like coding and like trying yes. to fix it. So. Yep,
1: yep. And they're doing a lot to make sure that, because I think they just passed last year, like, 9 million works or something like that. Some crazy number. So then they're also updating their systems to make sure that all of those can fit. Yeah. (laughs) And that all costs money. So we say it at the end of every episode, but if you can donate to AO3, you should. You should. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Anyways. So, yeah. Tell me why the fuck you brought Daft Punk up.
0: So, I've been going through a little bit of a thing lately where I, I rediscovered an old childhood love of mine. Okay. And it's very much like I've watched so many video documentaries on it. I will switch. Um, and I've been listening to the soundtrack a ton and, like, you know, like really getting into like okay. this space and like reading other people's like fan fictions yeah. about it or not even necessarily like just it's just really cool. Like the idea is like super rad. So, and then I learned while this was like ramping up in my you know my special interest box Mm -hmm. um that a third movie in this series got greenlit and it's going to production later this year so i felt the need to talk about it because i was talking to a bunch of people about it and they're like oh yeah i've never watched these Uh and i was like what the fuck (laughs) like i loved this movie as a kid and the fact that not many people know what i'm talking about is like a little it's a blasphemous To me, it is, but then, like, a lot of the video essays that I was watching about this series was just like, oh, yeah, it's like the black sheep. Like, Hmm. you know, it's a very niche crowd of people that like it, and it's like, but the fan base is like very loyal, and da 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 da. Okay. So today, I'm going to be doing my TLD question mark on the Tron series.
1: Oh, never seen these movies? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Never seen these
1: movies. They.
0: Daft Punk did the soundtrack for the second one. Oh,
1: okay. All right. Which is
0: why I brought up Daft Punk. Yep. So, I'll just connect that dot for you. <laughs> Thank
1: you so much. because <laughs> so, I wasn't going to connect it yeah, on my own. There
0: there's the the original Tron video game from like 1970 something, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what they based the movie off of the first one that came out in 1982. And then I think there was another Tron like 3D game that came out Based off of the movie and was a continuation of the movie Mm storyline. And then there was nothing for a really long time. And then they came out with Tron Legacy, which is the sequel. And that came out in 2010. Okay. And it was like, what the fuck? You know? And then we have not heard anything. And then literally, Mm -hmm. like, there was talks about Tron 3... Because of how, like, the, the movie was pretty successful. Like, Legacy was pretty successful, but also not as successful okay. as Disney thought it was going to be. So they're like, mm. But then Disney also bought Marvel right after Tron right. came out. And right. so they ditched that for an entire Marvel franchise. Although
1: they just came out with the Tron ride at Walt Disney
0: World. Yeah, but they've also had the Shanghai one for, like, a really long time. Well,
1: yeah, but that was... I, I remember when I watched the making of uh, an attraction on Disney+. Plus, uh-huh. Like, the reason for that was, like, because in Shanghai they have, like, the bullet train, which, right. like, goes faster than Space Mountain in in California. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were like, so we can't do that because it won't be fun for them because they literally sit on a train every day right. <laughs> that goes faster than this. So their idea was, like, Tron. And so they have yeah. it now at Walt, Walt Disney World. In yeah. Florida. Mm-hmm. So, it looks cool. You literally... It's the weirdest contraption where, like,
0: you... You lean forward. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they do in the movies, too. For the life yeah. cycles. Um, But, yeah. It's always been, like, kind of present, but not really. Because mm-hmm. not a lot of people talk about right. it. And it's like... I watched Legacy when it came out in movie theaters. I remember watching mm, it. Okay. And I remember watching it quite a bit as a kid. And I fucking love that nice. movie. And I completely forgot about it. And I kind of don't remember... Like, there have been a bunch of TikTok edits within the past couple of months that have used, like, Tron soundtrack, the legacy soundtrack, specific, you know, like, Daft Punk made the soundtrack and everything. And so I've heard, like, edits and, like, different things mm-hmm. like that. And that's what kind of got me back into it. Um, and then it just so happened that Tron 3 was officially greenlit and going into production later this year. Unfortunately, Jared Leto is starring No. In... Yeah. Um, I'm a little pissed off about it, but it's be bad. you know, it's a Tron three, so <laughs> I'm kind of gonna take what I got. Um, is he like the main? We we don't know. Don't know. Okay. We really don't know. So um, the Tron story is not that complicated, okay. but also the first original Tron movie came out in 1982, oh. a long time ago.
1: Yeah, why? Because, like, sometimes, you know, they take, like, oh, these two two to three movies or whatever that are all back-to-back, and then, like, one will be, like, years later. But why is Tron, like, this 82 and then, like, mid-2000s? Because then... the
0: 82 version did not do well at all. Okay. It became a cult favorite. Okay. After, like, it hit shelves and that kind of stuff. So, um, there there's, like, a variety of mm-hmm. reasons as to why it took so long. Right. But the main thing was just, like, Disney didn't think that it was going to make a lot of money. Okay. And then...
1: So is the second movie a continuation or a reboot? No,
0: it's a continuation oh, okay. of the story. And it's like very good, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. The, again, the story is like kind of basic. I'm not going to lie, but I am going to go through what happens in both Tron and Tron mm-hmm. Legacy. Just because lots of people haven't seen the movies. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I've never seen them. Do I recommend watching the first Tron? No. Oh... That's why I'm also doing this episode because it's like I like watching Tron Legacy. I right. think visually it's a very interesting mm-hmm. movie, but I it, it's bad. It, the first uh I Legacy <laughs> I like Legacy more than I like the original Tron. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, but the original Tron like you have to know the story and like the importance of uh-huh. the the mainframe and like that kind of stuff. But if you've never seen it, it it's very hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. Because it was experimental. Okay. So the way the movie was made is it was, like, the first of its kind kind of thing. They shot it all, and, like, the the people wore, like, special suits for when they mm-hmm. were in in... In the mainframe or in the system or whatever. And then they would go frame by frame and like invert the colors, put special colors on specific lines of their suits. If you've ever seen, I'm going to show Sydney stills of this movie. It looks fucking wild. And it is fucking wild. Again, it was very experimental for the time. It didn't do very well because of that fact. But it's not a bad. Don't show me Tron legacy. Show me the (laughs) original Tron. This is a still from the movie. Whoa! Yeah. Again, one of the first movie of its kind because they were mixing animation Uh with real life, but it wasn't just straight anime, you know, like it it was like a weird combination of a lot of different things. It took hundreds upon hundreds. She doesn't look real. Yes. It takes (laughs) hundreds upon hundreds of hours because they had to do everything like that frame by frame and like layer it multiple times. So... It was very weird. (laughs) Yeah. And it still is very weird to like witness and watch. So I wouldn't, I don't like watching it personally. Sure. The story is like kind of important if you're going to watch Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy looks fantastic. Oh, cool. I I mean, you'd hope so after
1: 30 years. Yeah, no, Disney
0: poured a fuck ton of money into that movie. Um, And like, there's still some parts of it that don't look Mm -hmm. good. We'll get into that too. Okay. But it's just like, you know, there's like pros and cons of both. Sure. So the the story for Tron is that Kevin Flynn, who's played by Jeff Bridges. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah. He did this movie specifically because it was experimental. He was like, I'm super into this. Right. I mean, if you've ever seen interviews of Jeff Bridges, you're like, okay, he's just the big Lebowski in real life. Right. (laughs) Let's get real. (laughs) So it makes sense for him. So he's an ex-employee for this company called Encom. Encom is a computer corporation. Sure. And he's now running an arcade and trying to hack into NCom's files. We don't really know why, but there's there's a problem that NCom's master control program or MCP—that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to be calling it the rest of the time—is halting his progress. Okay. He he's bas- he's being blocked, and he doesn't really know why because he should know the system well enough to let him in. Sure. Within NCom is two characters: Alan Bradley and Laura Baines. I didn't have their actors' names written. My bad. I just noted Jeff Bridges because it's He's... important to talk about in Legacy. Okay. So they're two employees within ENCOM, and they're also being blocked from working on their own work oh. in NCOM. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? Why is MCP doing this? So they go to their boss, whose name is Ed Dillinger, and they're like, uh, Bestie, I can't do my job, yeah. and I'd like to be paid, please. Um, he claims that it's just a security measure and that they'll have it fixed in no time. Returning to his office, Ed privately goes to his, like... Mm-hmm. they. It was, like, super technological for the time. Again, this came out in 82. And right. he, like, goes to his desk and, like, starts typing on it. And it's, like, digitized. Okay. And he was weird. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> and he, like, asks MCP what's going on. He's like, why the fuck <laughs> are you blocking mm-hmm. people from doing their work? And it is revealed that MCP has far developed that, than they ever thought mm-hmm. he would. He's been downloading, like illegal intelligence from the military and like other computer coverage, and so now he's sentient and he's power hungry and he wants to expand his mainframe and and, like that kind of stuff yes
1: did you go see megan
0: no that was
1: (laughs) that's like the best version of that where it's just like you get too much information and they're just like Mm. (laughs) yeah
0: very interesting so ultroning it up basically okay
1: ultron but like a little doll Ultron, but a little yes, doll.
0: Yas. <laughs> Slay Yas. Yes. Very cool. Yeah, I've heard Megan's camp. It, so. Oh my
1: god. Is it scary? No. Is it funny as fuck? Absolutely. Fuck
0: yeah. Maybe I'll watch it if, it, yeah. if I can pirate it. <laughs> um. So MCP tells Dillinger that if he does not do what MCP mm-hmm. tells him to do, he's going to leak all of... He's basically going to blackmail him and publish all of the materials that Dillinger actually stole all of Flynn's work, and that's how he became the vice president of Encom.
1: Okay.
0: So that's that's our first like major point of tension. So through the power of deduction, Laura figures out that Flynn is the supposed, supposed hacker. Like they all used to work together. Mm-hmm. So she's noted she's like this looks like fucking Flynn's work. Um. So they go and they find him, find him at his arcade and learn that. Flynn has been trying to find evidence of Dillinger's plagiarism. Mm. Um, That's why he's been trying to hack into the mainframe and everything like that. So together, all three of them create a plan where they're going to go unlock Alan's Tron program. Um, And it's a security, basically its own like sentient security program that he's just like, clean up the mainframe, please. Um, And that's why the movie is called Tron. Tron is also a super rad character. The three break into ENCOM. They split up and Flynn runs into ed's office and is met with mcp communicating through like this desk terminal thing okay. um it, it's not his office my bad anyways the main thing is that he gets to a terminal and he's like communicating with cool. it. i just like my brain did not think of the right place and then i was like what the fuck <laughs> um anyways before he can get for the information he needs mcp fires an experimental laser that ncom's been working on and which that funds sends Flynn into the digital world of encom's mainframe, where programs look like humans, and they look like the humans that created them, okay. so Tron looks like Alan, and then I think it's Ram looks like Laura, okay, that's their explanation as to why the actors kept acting in the movie. <laughs> it's funny to me,
1: <laughs> they really just are like
0: I mean like I guess it makes sense because like they made them, sure, but it's still just like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You couldn't only hire these actors for like two scenes and then hire right. someone else. Hmm. that would be weird.
1: Listen, I I always love like getting sucked into a video game or like a sucked into a yeah. computer kind of situation. I mean, this was
0: like the first. Yeah. Kind of of that. Right. So, I have
1: I have this movie to thank for Scooby Doo Cyber Chase.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You do. One hundred percent. So while in the mainframe, he learns that M C P and his second in command, whose name is Sark. I, I'm sure that's, like, a computer thing. right? I don't know. Uh, are trying to get programs to denounce the belief in the users. So, like, there, there's, like, a belief that users will be able to enter the mainframe and, like, mm-hmm. help them or, like, work with them. That kind of thing. So, they put Flynn through a series of deadly games where he meets Ram and Tron. This is where, like, the... I don't know if you've ever seen it, the disc fights and the light cycle fights.
1: I've seen light, the light cycle. Yeah, the yeah.
0: light cycle is the big one because right. that's what the actual old Tron video game okay. is for the most part.
1: Well, yeah, we played it before. Yeah. At the... At the at the, at, at the bar the barcade? Yeah, yeah.
0: I will say no other aspect of that game is in the movie besides <laughs> the light cycle fight.
1: They literally were like, you know what, we're only going to take the coolest aspect, trash everything yeah, else.
0: Yeah, like, we don't need the spider section. That would That doesn't make sense for, like, digital world,
1: you know? You know, they have a... They have to have some sort of like a computer bug. It's a bug.
0: No, I'm sure it like makes sense for bug. the game, but like, yeah, come on.
1: I feel like they could have done better to incorporate the whole game. It was <laughs>
0: the I can't like, you know, I'm not gonna say too much. Yeah. During the light cycle race, they try to escape the arena, but Ram and Flynn are separated from Tron. Mm -hmm. While trying to heal Ram, he learns that he can manipulate portions of the mainframe because he's a hacker man and he's a... Because he's a programmer. Got it. So since he's a user and a programmer, he's able to manipulate aspects of the mainframe. But in my notes, I'm like, "Hacker, hacker man. Hacker man. Ram then... Seeing this is like, oh my god, he's a user, and that you know, this is the first mm-hmm. user that they've ever met. He, they encourage him to find Tron and then free the system before it de That just means dying. It's a computer term for dying.
1: Got it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I just say it because it's fun to say. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. So he builds a vehicle or an asset from another game that he's developed, and he leaves later, disguising himself as one of Sark's soldiers to get like into important places. Mm. So, within Sark's forces, Flynn receives information from Alan while he's in an IO tower. It, that's more computer. Haha. ha. ha. You Fun,
1: funny haha. I, ha. I think this is the main reason they got me off of Chad, because we've already talked about that I'm not a STEM. Yeah. The computer lingos. I mean, I'm not
0: really either. And again, I don't, I would never wish upon my worst enemy to watch this movie. Shut <laughs> the fuck up! I like it. That's the thing. He's like, I like it, but I, I so badly don't want other people to, like, suffer. I love I love this movie. Don't fucking watch the it. The pacing is awful. It's so bad. <laughs> so while in this IO tower, Alan gives him information on like h- how to destroy mm-hmm. MCP. Um, boarding what's called a solar sailor, They're, they don't really explain that. Uh, they make their way to MCP's core, but Sark destroys the solar sailor and then captures Flood. Sark attempts to destro- like kill Flynn, but he uses his hacker powers again, and like Sark thinks he's killed him, but he doesn't. Oh, my foot is cramping. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, They reach the core. Tron, who was thought to be dead earlier, is alive mm-hmm. and confronts MCP. He attacks him a couple times and then Flynn ends up joining him. And with his hacker powers and Tron's ultra security program, whatever the fuck that means, mm-hmm. they destroy MCP. Um. So when he returns to the real world, Flynn is like, yay. And Tron, yay! Tron like, sends him a message through... The computer, or whatever, that like, oh, the system's been freed uh-huh. and like they can like live in harmony or whatever the fuck that means. And then Tron also prints out <laughs> evidence of Dillinger's plagiarism. Okay. And then literally the next day, Dillinger is removed from NCOM and <laughs> Flynn is promoted to CEO of NCOM. <laughs> Not just vice president, but CEO. The fuck! Up. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> And that is how... That's a big joke, Yeah, that is how Tron ends. Shut up. I'm being dead serious. The pacing in that movie? Fucking garbage. The visuals kind of hurt my eyes. So that is the... The ending came
1: out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Just, just a wee
1: bit. I just... I. There, there, I Okay, I don't want to say, like, I don't know how they looked at that game and thought, like, we could make a movie out of that. Because they looked at a, a ride like Pirates of the Caribbean and made one of the most banger movies oh, yeah. of all time. I mean, they
0: did it for a bunch of shit like that in the 70s yeah. and 80s. Like, He-Man? Right. Entirely based off of that doll. Yeah. Entirely. Were, entirely. Yeah. And it, same thing with Transformers. The toys came yeah. first before the actual right. show did, right. so...
1: But they just didn't... It didn't hit the same way that Transformers did.
0: Right. I mean... When you're introduced to something that looks very different, yeah. it's very hard to be like.
1: Well, know. even then, you said the pacing was the, the pacing. So was... The
0: pacing was not very good, and the writing was is a little stale. Right. So, it, it's if you want to watch it, I'm just warning you: it's a tough movie to okay. get through. It is not that long, <laughs> but it is like mm-hmm. it 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 takes willpower. It takes willpower. Like, if you've ever seen Jojo's Bizarre Adventure i I love that show mm-hmm. everyone like pretty that knows me personally knows that I love that show the, the the way it's done is in parts, so they just came out with part six okay The first part of the show is only like nine episodes or okay. something, and again, they're only like twenty minute episodes. Mm. Part one is so hard to get through no this is like universal okay like I'm a majority of the fan base yeah. is just like it is like the hardest part to get through like i remember i almost didn't watch the show because yeah. i couldn't make it through and as soon as i got to episode 10 where it changes into part two uh-huh. and we kind of meet new characters i was like whoa this show is slay." <laughs> but you like it's so important to know what happens in those first nine sure. episodes because you're not going to understand the rest of the series right. it this is how tron is where it's just like i would like to introduce my friends to this i can't i can't. I, can't. I, f- I physically cannot because do you that can't to just them. show
1: them legacies
0: Right. I'm like, you probably could catch on very quickly, sure. but it won't make as much mm-hmm. sense as just like getting the synopsis or like, right. what? so it's... It's, like, Mm -hmm. the thing is, like, but with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I've sat through the first nine episodes multiple times with friends because I was like, I don't want to put you through this alone. Uh. Whereas with Tron, it's just, like, you're on your own (laughs) if you want to watch that. I'm not doing that. Like, I can give you the brief once-over, but that's about it. You're like, I can't do this to myself again. No, I can't do it to myself. (laughs) Like, I, again, I love this series. I've I've, done my time. But, yeah, it's just, like, I fucking... I like Jeff Bridges so much. What the fuck is going on? My eyes hurt. I'm getting a headache. Like, yeah, it's a lot. I literally, I don't think I've ever heard
1: you call a movie, like,
0: basically ugly. It's ugly, all right. (laughs) I mean, you saw that one (laughs) screenshot. Some of of the parts that kind of look like that are actually very cool looking, but a majority of it is just like, there's so much movement. And again, they did it frame by frame where it just looks janky.
1: It was just before it's time like they shouldn't have done it in the 80s yeah
0: yeah but they did and you know there's no changing that now right so you take what you can from the experience and kind of move on with life
1: yeah
0: um so then yeah Twenty, twenty-seven about years past crazy before the next tron movie comes out which is tron legacy came out in uh december of 2010 um literally visually one of the coolest movies. Nice. I'm I'm very much, I like cyberpunk. I just like the aesthetic. I kind of like the sleek look of things. Like, and I'm not talking like video games, cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Right. Like that is that aesthetic is cool too. But Tron is an entirely different aesthetic. And yeah, you've, you you kind of know because you've seen the ride. I've at the seen, very Yeah, I've least. seen the
1: ride at the very least. I've seen like GIFs. I was alive when the movie came out. I was Right, like twelve. So I've seen it. You're right. It's it is it's it's that like.
0: It's just like very sleek looking yeah. to me. Um, sorry, I'm trying to find like a good picture.
1: It it's like a it's like a cold sleek where it's like a lot of metals,
0: lots of blacks, lots of lots, blacks. lots of like dark colors, yes. and then they have like the vibrant lights.
1: Yes, which
0: is very much something like a that neon. Yes, which yeah. is something that I visually very like. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're driving downtown and there's like neon lights hitting water or something like that. Yeah, you know, that's to me at least. It just looks very cool, which I very much appreciate. It was also, um, interestingly enough, directed by an architect.
1: Oh. So
0: the guy that they hired to direct this movie actually helped, like, build a lot of the sets, too. And that's why they look as sleek as they do, is because he he got him and a bunch of his architect friends to, like, sketch out. I'm also not going to talk about that 3D video game that I mentioned earlier. I'm trying. It's called Tron Identity. It's a it's about what happened in like those years in between ah. that kind of explain but you also get enough information from Legacy. I feel that you don't need to sure. to do to like <laughs> you can play it if you want. Yeah. I I don't know much about it sure. personally. I just know that it kind of covers some stuff yeah. that happened in between. Mm-hmm. If you want more information on that, um but for me at least Legacy does more than enough. The light cycles look cool. I'm sorry. I'm looking at pictures. I'm trying to find a good one to like show you. Anyways, they spent a lot of money on Transformers. I believe it. The visual effects, the set building, they also spent over six figures on the costumes alone Whoa. because they had to entirely develop like n- a new way of costuming mm-hmm. basically because like there's lights in the costumes right. and they look, you know, right. they look cybernetic almost. Jeff Bridges like has like a cloak in the movie. Too, that like lights up on the inside specifically, and I'm like, That's so awesome. would like that, please, and thank you. Um That'd be uh, the one
1: thing where they're like, Maya, when you finished Tron Legacies, did you take anything home with you? And you're like, Yeah, Jeff Bridges is fucking cape.
0: Yeah. I ripped it off
1: of his body and I took it home with me that night.
0: It's very visually striking to me. Yeah. Like it's very you're, much yeah. a thing that I like, and I know that's not some people's things, but it's very like geometric, symmetrical. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dark light contrast, yes. like it's stuff that I like it's not minimalist, yes, which I also appreciate because I hate the stuff that's minimalist, but mm-hmm. it's also like there's not a ton going on, but there's yeah. en- there's enough going on that I'm still visually intrigued by it, yeah, which is like a weird balance that I can't find anywhere else, mm-hmm. but for some reason, this movie like hits the hits it right on the mark for me, yeah, they spent a fuck ton of movie on this, and it was just because like. They knew that there was a fan base for it. They haven't done anything in a long time. And there was like kind of a small crew of like Disney employees that were like, we should make another Tron movie. And they kind of pushed for it. And then they, you know, pitch and it kind of went from there. They did some test stuff with like a test audience at one of the uh, San Diego Comic-Cons. Like these people had no idea what they were going to be watching. They just sat in a movie theater. And then these people that were working on this test footage showed them it. And based on the reaction, Disney gave them more money and were like, make this movie. Like, people really cool. liked it. So the story goes as follows. <laughs> In 1989, Kevin Flynn, who was promoted to CEO of right. Income at the end, seven years prior, disappears completely. So seven years after becoming D- CEO, he oh, just, okay. he's just gone. 20 years later, after he disappears, his son, Sam, um, who is the primary shareholder... <laughs> Of NCOM okay. releases the company's signature operating system online for free as a prank. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha Um Alan Bradley from the first movie is an executive at NCOM and goes to talk to Sam and is just like, hey, I think your dad would like what you're doing, but the executives aren't very happy uh-huh. with you. So, wh- who is he pranking with this? The other executives. Because he wants pretty much nothing to do with NCOM. Mm-hmm. Again, his dad disappears. There's trauma around it. So sure. he gets a lot of money out of it. So why would he stop? Anyways, that's why he's just like, haha, fuck you guys. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Nonetheless, he is arrested <laughs> because he tried, you know, like, you, you can't do that. That's a blue collar crime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, blue
1: collar crime if I've ever seen one. Yeah.
0: Alan does bail him out, uh, but he tells him to go to Flynn's old arcade that he ran. At the beginning of the first Tron movie, and sure. he's like, there's a couple things that you should probably see there. Like, I know you haven't thought about your dad in a long time, but if you're going to do something in vain of him, mm-hmm. because he's like, your dad would love the idea of you posting this online. for uh-huh. free. He would think it's hilarious. Right. But he's like, if you're going to do shit like this, at least go do you, like go to this arcade. He mm-hmm. doesn't really tell him why, but he's like, just go. Um, so he goes and he discovers a hidden basement with a large computer and a laser in, in that room. Okay. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's the laser that sends you into fucking, in, into the cyberspace. Whoa. So yeah, he accidentally digitizes himself. Like, he doesn't know, you know, he's just like, beep, beep, boop, boop. Oh my God. That's why you don't touch
1: things. Yeah.
0: Um, so he is downloaded into what's called the grid. Okay. They don't like... They didn't really have a solid name for it. In oh my the god, first... has
1: his dad been trapped in there the entire time? Yes. Yeah. This
0: is like Spy Kids three. <laughs> when did Spy Kids three come out?
1: Yeah, that's a good question.
0: <laughs> who but... copied who?
1: <laughs> who copied who? Hold on, when did this when did Tron Legacy come out? Twenty ten. Two thousand and three. Whoa. <laughs> because in that movie, movie Junie, played by Megan Trader's husband, has to go in to this like video game sphere to rescue his sister. Right. Yeah
0: very cool yeah
1: this is just
0: like my kids three whoa yeah so he gets downloaded into the grid and he is captured almost immediately and sent to the games quote unquote got it where he has to fight a program named rinsler okay i think it's a funny name when sam is injured during the game and actually bleeds this is when they realize that there's another user within the oh. space um so he takes him to clue which is like the ruler of the grid sure. as of right now but it's very obvious to the audience that he's a corrupt ruler. It's also a very poorly digitized young version of Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit more.
1: Is it very Uncanny Valley?
0: Yes. Cool. Very, Very much so. Like, the body is fine. It's just his head.
1: That's how I felt. Okay, so I recently watched Orphan First Kill, mm. the movie that came out last year, which is like a... Ten-year-old sequel slash prequel of the uh-huh. original, and they have the same actress who plays the orphan, and it's like <laughs> she does not yeah. look like a like a twelve-year-old I mean, anymore.
0: I remember, this is twenty ten. Yeah. So it it was impressive for the time, sure. But when you watch it now, you're like, Ey. yikes. Yeah. The rest of the like the light cycle fights, mm-hmm. like pretty much everything else cool. holds up really well. You just
1: see where we are at technology wise. Yeah. So it's like. We can do the light fights we cannot do.
0: Right. But in a weird way, some justifications that I've heard that I like personally are like, well, it's also supposed to be like, he he digitized himself and that's what it was capable yeah. of. And it's also supposed to be like, he is digital. Clue is entirely digital. Okay. He's not a- He's code. He's Yeah. He's not a person. Okay, So like- it, it it's like a weird way of putting it, but mm-hmm. it also makes sense in my brain, and I like that idea of just being like, yeah, he's not supposed to look right mm-hmm. because he's not human. If that makes s- no, it, yeah, I it think, like I, it. Like sort of makes it's sense. It's kind of to me. like the
1: the Sophia the robot, where it's like oh, she's yeah. not a person. I don't want her to look like a person. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So Clute nearly kills Sam in a light cycle match. But Sam is rescued by Cora, who is the apprentice of Flynn, and takes him to Flynn's hideout way, way outside the grid. And he explains that he was trying to work on the quote-unquote perfect computer system and appointed Clue and Tron as its co-creators. So the trio discovered a species naturally emerging within the grid called isomorphic algorithms called isos iso um and these were programs that were being made just by themselves like they weren't being made by humans Mm -hmm. like the rest of the programs were so it was like new life almost okay they they had the like a lot of potential clue found them like abhorred. (laughs) Okay. Because he's a program, you Uh know, like he was made by a person and he saw them as imperfect. He killed Tron, quote unquote, we don't know for sure, and destroyed all of the ISOs. Okay. Or so we think, because technically Cora's an ISO. (laughs) So there is a portal that remains that links our world and the grid world. Okay. So that would like send them through the laser and like fully, you know, Uh animate them. Uh Uh-huh. Even the programs would be animated. But it has been kept by Flynn in his personal ID disc. So in the first movie, they had discs like on their back and they were ID discs. In Legacy, they're ID discs, but they're also battle discs.
1: They really upgraded
0: those. We don't get into that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Flynn's id disk is like the master key like there is no going between and that's why he has stayed within the grid for so long because he's like if i go and try and use the portal clue's gonna take my disk and then try and enter the real world and we can't have that sure so he's like that's why i've been here for 20 years not happening
1: seems like a sacrifice that a strange one, but a sacrifice nonetheless.
0: Right. And, like, there's a lot of emotional stuff that happens in mm-hmm. this movie, which is also why this movie is a lot better than the original Tron is. Okay. Just because, like, in the original, it's just, like, not... Like, it's just an adventure. Granted, so it's the- not, like, a
1: character... Is it a- not really a character-based movie? Like, we you're not really...
0: Yeah, I mean, like, the only real storyline is just, like, Flynn is trying to prove Dillinger's... Plagiarism thing, and like that's that's pretty that's the only goal throughout the movie. Whereas like now it's like Sam didn't really was trying not to care Mm -hmm. that his like was playing it off that he didn't care about his dad or like that kind of stuff. And now there's like emotional stuff involved, and there's like B plots and like that kind of stuff. You
1: know what? They made strides for better, and I appreciate
0: it. Yeah. So, he he learns all of this while with his dad, and his it, it, Flynn is like, just stay here. We'll figure it out. Kay. We'll, like, just don't go into the grid, because if he finds you again, he will try and kill you, or try and use you to lure me out, mm-hmm. and, like, we can't have that. So, uh, against his father's wishes, <laughs> Sam... But daddy! Yeah, he goes back into the grid to find a program called Zeus, which is spelled Z-U-S-E, but it's... <laughs> anyway, because i only say that because the the third tron movie is called tron Ares, so it's about oh, a program okay. named Ares. so they go to the end of line club and they find zeus um he he betrays sam immediately and calls clue like what else were you thinking <laughs> um they get into a big fight uh <laughs> flynn comes in to try and rescue his son cora gets injured and then clue gets a hold of flynn's disc like, what did we think was going to happen? <laughs> Great job, Sam. <laughs> so fucking stupid. So Flynn and Sam take Cora and, like, leave before they can get their asses beaten. And they stow away on one of the solar sailors for a time. Um, the, at this point, this is where, like, Flynn tries to restore Cora, And this is where she's revealed to be the last ISO okay. remaining. Yeah. I think we all could have guessed that before because she's like got diagonally cut bangs (laughs) and she definitely does not look like a person.
1: Uh, You know, plenty of people now have diagonally cut bangs. Okay. Maybe she was just ahead of her time. No,
0: I'm going to show you because like I have seen diagonally diagonally cut bangs that look good. Uh They do not look good on her.
1: Well, then that's just the makeup and hair teams. They fucked her
0: over. For some of these promo photos, they like slay. Look really good, but uh-huh. with it, like seeing her move around in them uh-huh. is a different story. So I'm like trying to find one where it's like not that good, because <laughs> all of these photos are like, wow, she actually looks good. Uh huh. Like, uh-huh. honey girl.
1: The only thing I'll say about it is that it feels like, like pick an ex, like pick 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 an extreme. Either go like full diagonal, because right. they're like
0: a. They're like, uh, yeah, yeah. They're not like full straight. Yeah,
1: they're like either go fully, like full diagonal.
0: Like yeah. start
1: start at nothing up here, and then give me a full bang like, down here. Yeah,
0: like some of the promo photos, like look so slay. Yeah, but it
1: doesn't even look like she has a diagonal bang. I know, in this photo.
0: I know. <laughs> it like bugs me. It bugs me personally. Anyways,
1: it literally <laughs> looked like someone just cutting her bangs and just went, like, <laughs> and then, like just went up a little. Yeah.
0: Anyways, we all could have guessed that she was the last ISO based <laughs> on of what was happening.
1: Um, is this supposed to be like a betrayal that she's the last ISO?
0: No, okay. they literally were just like there. They were just like a random thing that happened. And it was ah. like, oh, my God, the computer's developed enough that it's developing like people.
1: Ah, I see. OK.
0: And Clue was like, Mm-mm, that's not allowed. And he killed all of them. <laughs> Whereas Flynn was like, this is great. Why would you do that? So he took, yeah, he took Korra and was like, she's the last ISO, so I've been protecting her. That okay. kind of thing. Um, so during the transport on the solar sailor, wow, same thing happened as in the last movie. One of Clue's warships finds it. Um, as a diversion, Cora allows herself to be captured by Rinsler. Whoa. Um, who Flynn recognizes as Tron. Rinsler was Tron the whole time. Whoa. Oh, Tron's so cool. I like Tron. You know Um,
1: what? I'm glad because the entire franchise is based off of him.
0: It's his name. Yep. Yep. Sam gets back Flynn's disc and rescues Cora and this is while Flynn is trying to take control of the, it's called the Light Fighter. There's a lot of different names for a lot of different, it's kind of like Star Wars where it's just like, I don't don't know it's this shape. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay. (laughs) Do I know what AT-AT means? Absolutely fucking not. But it's the big thing with four skinny legs. Okay. I was talking about Star Wars, but you go girl. I you're looking at me with dead eyes right now. <laughs> um da, 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 where was I? Yeah, there's like a like a like a there's another like chase scene. Um, it don't get me wrong. it's all cool. Yeah. But it's just like there's a lot of names for things where I'm like mm, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares Because it's like light cycle, light jet, light fighter. Uh-huh. Shut the fuck up. You couldn't Stop. think of anything
1: else uh, yeah. but light mm-hmm. <laughs> with another <Come> noun. On. <laughs>
0: um Rinzer uh remembers his past as tron and deliberately collides with clues Aww. i don't know i can't remember exactly why he remembers that sacrifice. all of a sudden but it's sacrifice and then falls into what's called the sea of simulation below which is like you you have the main part of the grid right which uh-huh. is like the city part and then it kind of extends out into like nothing and then there's like cliffs And stuff, and then past that is like the sieve simulation where it's just like nothing. Okay. It's literally nothing. It's like a void. Clue catches up to the others as they approach the portal. This is where Flynn reintegrates himself with his digital duplicate, destroying Clue along with himself. It's. (laughs) You're looking at me like you have no idea what I'm saying. Basically, he sacrifices himself. Thank
1: you. That's it. Yeah. So
0: basically, the whole point of this scene is like he finally confronts his past. Mm remerges himself with Clue and then at this point now Flynn or not Flynn Sam can take Cora and he uses the ID disc to teleport back into the real world okay so at the end of the movie um Sam and Cora are now back in the real world okay she is an ISO in the real world okay which is like you know completely unheard of and then uh Sam at the end of the movie decides to Go back to and work for NCOM, Like, mm-hmm. not just be a shareholder, but, like, actively do his job. <laughs> and not that just, would be nice. haha prank. I'm going to post all of your assets online. <laughs> I want to make your life harder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Cora's in the real world. And that's literally where that movie, li- oh. like, ends off. It's just, like, she's in the real world okay. now. And, like, throughout the movie, she talked about, like, oh, yeah, like, your dad talks about, like, seeing the sunset. And, like, uh-huh. a real human thing. You know, it's like, I want to be a real boy, too, right. kind of thing. So, it ends off with, like, her experiencing, like, sunlight for the so first time. So, maybe I just
1: missed this because there were so many names to so yes. many things. What happened to his dad?
0: His dad is Flynn. So, his yeah. dad... Oh, so his dad sacrificed yes. Oh, yes. okay.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a lot. Yeah. I, again, I I personally like the second one. I think Tron is a really cool character. Okay. And it's unfortunate that we didn't get to see a lot of him in Tron mm-hmm. Legacy so i'm hoping in the third movie that we actually because he's kind of like the uh did you ever watch like top gear either the american or the uk version it's a show about cars and like they race cars and like that kind of stuff anyway there's a character on that show called the stig i'm pretty sure that's their name anyways they're like a person in a white racing suit with a white helmet and you never know who it is oh like Hot. You never see the the face or they never talk or anything like that. They're just better than everyone else in the show. Hot. Hot. But that's kind of what Tron is. Okay. Tron really doesn't like talk or do that kind of thing. And that's all he kind of did in the mm-hmm. second movie was just like, he was there for some key points right. and then he just went into the sea of simulations. So Which like, is
1: fine for a side character, but to have fun. like the movie named after...
0: Yeah, it's a little weird. So I'm hoping in Tron Ares that Mm-hmm. they do something like that, I don't right. know. It'd be kind of slay. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Jared Leto is cast for it. I know the guy that played Sam is also casted for Kay. it. So Sam's coming back Kay. in some regard. Who knows? Uh-huh. Because like the whole concept for from Tron to Tron Legacy was like, what would it look like if a digital world had just expanded? Mm-hmm. Like, what would it look like... If mm-hmm. those programs were given the opportunity to like well, right? Simulate twenty
1: life. years had passed, and the internet in the eighties, right? So vastly different than the they internet. They don't they don't
0: have access to the internet. Yeah. So oh, uh, yeah. That's why I'm like clarifying. They don't have access to the internet through the grid because it's in its entirely own. Sorry, I hit my mic. Um, it's in its entirely own like mainframe. So it is detached from the internet. There's so no, it's like,
1: like it's like um, it's like a
0: like an SD card. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. So, it is its entire own okay. world that, like,
1: All right.
0: has just been, like, growing and you don't know. So, I'm kind of hoping with this next one, especially since it's been, you know, over 10 years, right. that they progress with that idea yeah. and that the grid has grown more and developed more. Sure.
1: I mean, yeah. you, you'd assume after 10 years that-
0: You would you would assume, right. but, you, you know. Yeah. Are I you have. looking um, forward to the movie? We will see. I- I've kind of, within the past couple of years, denounced watching trailers and that kind of thing. <laughs> I think that's fair. Just because if I'm interested in a movie, I'm just going to go watch it. Yeah. If I if I watch too many trailers, mm-hmm. I know too much about the movie, and then I'm not going to enjoy it. Right. Because I already know what happens. Like, you went to go see Knock on the Door or something this past Knock weekend? Knock on,
1: yeah, the new Emily Shyamalan one. Yeah.
0: The thing is, is I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, okay, I understand. You're, yeah. I know I'm not missing much. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, because even then, like, I've seen one of the Dungeons & Dragons trailers, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's too much for me. Oh, okay. Where I'm just like, okay, right. I'm going to wait until March 31st to watch this movie now, because I don't need to see anything else about it. Yeah. Um, With this Neutron movie, I do want to see, like, a teaser of mm-hmm. some kind to try and get a feel for what they're going right. for, because it kind of just depends on which way they decide mm-hmm. to go. For me... It, I I don't know what the rest of the story could look like. I mean, it could be anything, you know. It just keeps growing and growing and growing, so you never know. I hope that I enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. I hope that more people like Tron, Mm -hmm. because it is is super cool to me, at the very least. I know It's, like, this was a lot of names and, like, trying to describe things that you've maybe never seen before. It was and a lot of like... names.
1: And then it was a lot. I'll say, it, like, you've done this a couple times where you explained to me, like, an entire yeah thing of something. And this is the first time where you're, like, yeah, this part was bad. I this was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: My sales pitch was not too great today. Right. But it's also just like The first movie? Yeah, don't don't watch it. It's so and that's that's the kicker though, is it's like the emotional stuff doesn't hit as hard mm-hmm. unless you know what happens in the first movie. I see. And I really like watching legacy, but I can't like it's hard to show people just legacy mm-hmm. and to sell like the emotional aspect. It can still be sold. I'm not saying yeah. like you can totally watch Legacy without watching the original Tron. That is perfectly fine. But it's just, it makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. And like, to me, that progression of like, oh, it's this completely cyber world that grew on its own and developed on its own. Right. That's cool, too. But you're going to miss out on that unless you know about the first Tron. So
1: sure.
0: it's like a, this unfortunate cycle. <laughs> and that's why I decided to explain it today. Also, AO3 kept going down and I was like, can't do this right now. I I don't have time to take notes. So, I tried to do it for once, and it didn't work, so yeah, I took it as a, it a sign, kind of- and I was like, I'll talk about my special interest at the time, <laughs> which just so happens to be Tron, and I was talking to my dad about it, and he was like, yeah, I haven't seen the original Tron, like, ever, and I was like, mm. Do I recommend it? No, I was like, you don't need to. <laughs> so, I was like, hmm, if I have this opinion about this movie, maybe I should explain it so other people don't have to, sure. well, you know, mm-hmm. like, go through that. Yeah. So, uh, I knew it was a lot. Mm-hmm. If you are interested in watching Tron Legacy, if you want a vibe for it, you could literally just listen to the soundtrack. Nice. For like, you know me, I'm a very like audio based yes. person. So, if you listen to it and you like the soundtrack, it is Daft Punk. Chances are you're really gonna like the movie. I had a friend describe this movie to me literally yesterday as being, "Oh, it's a two hour long music video for <laughs> Daft Punk's music." So even if you don't necessarily like the the, the that's vis- rad. The, the story you can still enjoy like a very rad music video yeah. with some cool action sequences that's
1: cool so uh, i bet you if you edited it in a way it would literally just be like the cool part that well, Daft Daft punk, punk, punk
0: are in it like their characters they're in it yeah they're in that club called end of line <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> i love them I've, oh. ru- I've written like multiple papers about them that's in music school crazy yeah i really like their stuff so yeah that's my tld question mark yeah. on the tron series uh, I know that movie's not, Tron Ares isn't going to come out for a while, ah. but uh, I figured I'd just kind of get this out of the way. Yeah. And with AO3 kind of shutting down too, yeah. it was a little hard for me to do what I wanted to this month.
1: Yeah. I've been on like an AO3, like reading for pleasure, <laughs> not for, not for professional reasons. Yeah. To. And I would do like get into bed and be like, it's time. And then I'd be like, why?
0: Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? 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 Yeah. It just happened to shut down when I, like, had free nights, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm not doing this right now. Yeah. I was like, I I will just figure something else out, because that's what I tend to do anyways. Yeah, especially since,
1: like, there were times where they, like, told everyone on, like, Twitter and whatever, like, you're going to be shutting down from this whatever, this whatever, and then I would, like, there was a day that it shut down, and I went to the Twitter, and there was, like, no update about Mm -hmm. it, and you're like, okay,
0: so you're not telling us anymore? Yeah. Yeah. So, so
1: then you don't know how long it's going to be down. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yippee. I hope more people like Tron. It is seriously very slay. I really like it. And I know that there's a bunch of other people out there that also really mm-hmm. like it. But it is still kind of like Do you just like it for the visual aspect? I do like the story. Okay. I, I will say, like, you also have to come at it from, like, the first movie came out in 1982. Right. It was one of the first movies of its kind to tell that kind of story Mm -hmm. of, like, going into a digital... And then Spy Kids came out, so I was like... Then Spy Kids came out! I I think the visuals have to do a lot Mm -hmm. of why I like it, especially coming from Tron Legacy. And the soundtrack is also a big thing. The soundtrack from the first one is not at all like the second one. Okay. The soundtrack from the first one is, like, orchestral. Okay. And then they were like, Daft Punk... (laughs) but like that's the progression of how yeah. music was anyways right. so like i i like the world like mm-hmm. i like the world building that they've done and that i hope they continue to do i think the potential for it is really cool right i just think it i just think it's really cool because <laughs> you could like again it's one of those things where you could fully set up like a D campaign within oh, the grid, sure. and it would be so fucking cool yeah so when you have worlds like that mm-hmm. where you don't necessarily need the main piece of media to, like, enjoy, mm-hmm. that's even better for me. Yeah. And Tron is just one of those things where it's, like, they've they've world-built enough that I could, like, run a and d campaign. Sure. Off of, which I appreciate.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Canonically Incorrect. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and Tumblr. You can send us your fan fiction recommendations, or if you're a fan fiction author that would like to be on our show, email us at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com. If you would like to support us, you can donate a one-time donation at ko-fi.com canonicallyincorrect. <laughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon monthly at patreon.com canonicallyincorrect. Thank you to our Patreons at Tumno River and Riley C. for your continued support.
0: Donate to three, And we'll see you guys next time!
1: Bye! Bye.